What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the next episode of Discussing Art. With Christmas Day less than seven days away now, what better way to get you in the holiday spirit to talk about some amazing NFT projects? And today is a very special one. We're talking about NFT Xmas. Stay tuned, and you don't want to miss this amazing episode. All right, welcome back to Discussing Art. We are so excited to be live and direct with you on Twitter Spaces, on Facebook, on YouTube, and broadcasting our video version live over on the NFT Xmas Twitter page. So join us so you can watch along there. If you're listening to our podcast, thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you here listening along, either on live on our Twitter space or or on our podcast, which you can listen to on Spotify. You can listen to anywhere that you listen to podcasts. I just love the Spotify interface just because it's what I love, it's what I'm used to. I'm a DJ, so I've been using uh, Spotify sometimes for corporate events in the past, and so I just love Spotify. I love the interface of it. And I just enjoy it. In fact, real quick, I'd like to actually even show you our Spotify page for all of our video watchers so that you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Would you go to Spotify and just look up Discussing Art, you will see our podcast. And we've got recent episodes that discuss V-Friends, Hash Masks, Boring Banana Company, uh, Forgotten Runes Wizards Cult, and so many more amazing projects because that's what we do here on the podcast is we discuss amazing art. Now, we keep our focus on NFT art a lot lately, but we're also going to be expanding in the new year to other forms of art, including non-crypto art, such as classic amazing artists for through the centuries, art movements and art speculation, into visual art such as film and TV, and we'll be rounding it all back around to talk about how that all relates back to cryptography, crypto art, the blockchain, and how securing the ownership of digital creativity is a revolution that I am super deep in and one that I really enjoy and one that I just want to share my journey along with you in that. So how's it going, Mr. NFT Logan? I'm doing great, my man. It is a Saturday. It's raining outside, but it doesn't mean that my spirit is dampened any. I'm ready to talk about some NFT Xmas. I'm in the I'm in the mood for the season, man. I've got some Christmas movies on deck. And I am ready for this amazing holiday. Ready to talk about some amazing art as well. Absolutely. And so, yeah, I really appreciate you bringing that in. And so we're going to jump right into it. I'm going to pull up the Twitter account for NFT Xmas. And this is the um, the Twitter account for my project, NFT Xmas. It is 8,888 hand-drawn Christmas trees where I have taken and assembled tons of elements together, including a background, including the Christmas tree and the type itself the number of presents under the tree, the type of garland, the type of lights, the stars, the ornaments, the tree topper, the what I call comfort, which is the item off to the left, which could be a pet. It could be a spilled drink. It could be a beach chair. We've got a lot of different elements in there just so everybody can have a great time with their Christmas trees. And so some very special elements that I have pulled directly from my own wallet because what I wanted to do is take these amazing projects that provide the IP rights to the holder and incorporate them into my Christmas trees as ornaments. So as you can see on the, the video that I'm showing here, 
if you if you look at the ornaments themselves on the high and low positions, I've got my boring bananas company ornament here, and I've got a hash mask that is one of my personal hash masks. All the elements that I used are personal items from my collection right here. And another example you can see here is at the top, I've got my Forgotten Runes Wizard's Cult Alatar of the Cold turned into a Christmas ornament on one portion, and another one of my amazing Boring Banana Company bananas, which I felt was very aesthetic. It's one of the reasons I used these particular elements as ornaments it, as the low ornament. And so that's something you know that I really felt really excited about was when I wanted to put my project together, my first thought was that I did not want to do another Avatar project because while I love Avatar projects and while I think that they're amazing – that I wanted to complement other projects and other um, people together instead of having to compete with them. And so, so you see in this example where we combined forces with Secret Santa Society, and we love Secret Santa Society, by the way. They make these incredible Santa artworks. And we did a we did a giveaway with them a while back where you could get a Christmas tree and background and you could get your Secret Santa foreground. And here's an idea of how you could combine the two elements together. Because one of the things that I've done with my project is given you easily accessible technology for deleting the background in your current PFP and adding the Christmas tree as your background. Because that's one of the things I really wanted to do is give everyone a great way of celebrating the season along with having their Christmas trees. So that's one of the reasons I, I did things just like this. And another thing that I did very strategically is I placed the elements of the Christmas tree in places that would complement a PFP standard background, a standard foreground, which means that my pet is off to the side, my you know Christmas tree is offset to the side, so that your PFP fits directly in the middle and it looks really great. Here's another example. This is also um, a, the sad girl that I own. It's sad girl number nine six one nine one. And for everybody listening, what I'm showing now is an amazing sad girl bar NFT, which is a black and white monochrome NFT of a, of an all female group. And each of those females are kind of snarky. They have an interesting attitude to them, and they carry themselves with a lot of confidence. And I felt it looked so great with this Christmas tree background. So I combine this to show you another example. So in this example, we've got the sad girl standing in the front. She's holding her drink. She's got some cherries in there. It could be a, a nice bourbon. It could be, you know, just some some tea. It could be anything, you know, depends on, you know, who you, who she feels like today. But the elements in the background of my Christmas tree art are made to wrap around that PFP without blocking anything major and complementing it. So, for example, she has a black cat in the background of the image. That black cat is not, you know, is not covered up by having the PFP in there. And then the high ornament, you know, it shows up and the background mostly shows there and the trees off to the side. I wanted to make this, you know, look really good together with the elements. So that was a major facet of, of how I put this together and why I did that. So what are your thoughts on this uh, as you uh, as you examine and we talk about this, Logan? Yeah, it's just really cool. I like the art style of this, just kind of nice black and white looking there. Uh, the design looks really cool. The cherries and the drink, like you said, could be a nice uh, adult beverage or it could be just a nice casual tea. You never know. And it, it really fits well there. It makes it feel more like a home, right? And uh, also with everything going on in the background, of course, like you got there with your your Christmas tree, the nice family portrait there uh, with the hash mask and the bored apes and cool cats. Uh, it's just it's just a nice scene. 
Absolutely. Yeah, and I appreciate that, you know, because aesthetically that was actually very easy to put together. And it's one of the reasons that, you know, I made this project just the way that I did was so that you could put all these elements together. And here's one more illustration that shows the types of IP and stuff that I used from my personal collection to put into the project. So these are some of the ways that I use my cool cats. So I have two cool cats. One of them, NFT Logan, is rocking through the holiday, and the other is my normal PFP. For now, I've switched over my PFP to Archmagus Alistar of the Cold, my awesome Forgotten Runes Wizards Cold PFP. But a lot of times, um, my PFP, if you're watching the video side to the left, it's based off this particular NFT of mine, which is my cool cat. So I made that into an ornament. Another thing I did is I took my um, the NFT uh, Logan um, avatar and I made him into part of a family portrait background for one of my trees. And then the third element that I definitely wanted to show was where I combined elements of my cool cats and I made a derivative ornament that was re that reminds you of the ghost slash cool cats collab piece, which was called um, minus one cat or negative one cat. And I made mine a plus one cat and made and made him in Christmas colors. And turned his frown into a smile and, and you know, and just redrew elements the way that I like them, you know, for my own derivative. And then use that as a Christmas ornament on my tree. And it's just a lot of fun. You know, that's the whole idea of my project is to bring people together. Because I'll tell you something that's very important that I've noticed as the cash grabs have flooded in during this Christmas season, as we knew they would, is that the NFT world has tended to think of itself as a lot of separate communities. But what we're discovering very quickly now is that if we don't bond together and all work together as one, then we're not going to make it. <laughs> and, you know, you, a, a group like Adidas can walk in. Adidas can, you know, put out an NFT, 30,000 NFTs for 0.2, sell $64 million worth of NFTs, and then, you know, assume from there that they're just a part of this community. But we all know that people have been here throughout the community. People have been supporting the community for a long time. It's not the same as the corporate interests that are flooding in now. And yes, there are some amazing people working for Adidas that I do trust and I think are going to guide the project correctly. But what I don't trust and what I don't really endorse as an artist is for us to move away from supporting all of the indie projects to move away from supporting one of one artist, to move away from trying to discover amazing art just so that we can buy an $800 tracksuit from Adidas. That is not the way. <laughs> it's just not the way. So, you know, getting back into illustrating that, I want to go ahead and I will go, come back and I'll talk more about my project, but I want to just go ahead and illustrate a few of the other amazing indie Christmas projects that I have found. I have talked to these projects. I've been working with these projects so that we can all talk to each other. We can all try to help each other. And so that we can all, you know, mint some amazing pieces this Christmas season. And one of the main reasons is that, and uh, find this on Adidas's website, every one of these projects, and I'm talking about every one of these Christmas projects, because I've spoken to them all personally, every one of them is taking a portion of what they're minting and they are giving it to charity to make sure that kids have Christmas presents under the tree this year. And that's something that has been a common thread through every one of the Christmas projects that I have been talking to and, you know, the ones that I endorse here is that every single one of them is got, has got a charity that they're going to, to give money to to make sure that kids have Christmas presents. And, you know, when Adidas raised $64 million yesterday, I didn't hear them say anything about indie artists 
I didn't hear them say anything about helping kids, about Christmas, about anything to do with charity. The only thing that I saw was that Adidas partnered with three brands that are, you know, honestly being today being thought of as somewhat elitist and inaccessible. And then they created a $800 NFT and they sold it out to everybody who had heard of Adidas or was terrified that they were going to miss out and get FOMO for missing out on this Adidas, you know, this Adidas product. And, you know, just going back to say that I am so happy that it sold out. I am so happy for everyone who has it. I personally wish I had one. You know, it's, it's an incredible item and project. I'm not saying it's not. But what it isn't for sure is a charitable organization. What it isn't for sure is an indie project where, they're, where the liquidity in the NFT market is being sucked over to this corporate interest that's already a multi-million, multi-multi-multi-million dollar corporation. They do not need your money. They're entering the space because they want to capture a market. That is not why most people are in this in the indie space. They're not trying to capture a market. They're trying to share amazing art. They're trying to show that you know that they are here in the space and that they are working. And very, very important part, they're trying to build this small but thriving community and not suck the money out of it, not try to you know get people to give them you know large sums of money in exchange for stuff they could go to the store and buy. This is a, a supposed to be the revolution, and you know, as I show these these pictures of Secret Santa Society, all I can think is that you know these are fun revolutionary products. Whereas you know, a year from now or two years from now, your Adidas tracksuit is going to be what it is. You know, there's never going to be another Secret Santa Society 2021. There will always be another Adidas tracksuit forever. So you know, I just am trying to keep it super real with you, and just make it really known that you know if you're if you decide to support some of these indie projects like my project, NFT Xmas, or any of these other projects like Secret Santa Society, then just know that you're supporting real artists on the ground that are busting their butts, learning how to do smart contracts, learning how to do generative art, learning so many skills just to be able to put these out. Now, let me go into a couple of the finer points because I just want to really talk about these projects for a moment and just talk about how amazing they are. First off, Secret Santa Society is a project minting on Ethereum. There are 555 different Santas with this amazing line art, and I just find it awesome. I think it's a gorgeous project. I think that there are so many cool variations, and it's such a cool indie Santa. And, you know, a year from now, you'll either have these classic collectibles from the 2021 era when things really launched, or you're going to be searching around for the next big cash grab. And, you know, it's really it's really a good thing to think about where these projects will go in that way. So now I'm going to go on and I'd like to show you Cardano Christmas Trees. Cardano Christmas Trees is another amazing project. It was one of the first uh, Christmas projects that we that reached out to me and that I spoke to as the Christmas season started to come through. They are a similar project to me in that they're doing Christmas trees, but they have a completely different art style. They're also minting over on Cardano, which is a unique, you know, blockchain, you know, versus the Ethereum blockchain for minting NFTs and one that's starting to get steam and some traction. Now, you know, it can be a learning curve to mint over on Cardano. So that's what's been really great about this project is not only do they have really great art, hand-drawn attributes and 10% going to save the children, but they also are helping to show people 
that there are ways to mint NFTs without paying these exorbitant gas prices. There are ways to collect NFTs without always being on Ethereum. And there are ways to support projects without having to mint $800 projects. This project over on Cardano is literally like, I think around $50 in fiat or something like that or less. Like this project does not going to break your bank, but it what it will do is allow you to support an indie artist, allow you to, to to probably learn something amazing about the NFT ecosystem outside of Ethereum and to be making a charitable donation so that kids get presents under the tree. And I know that that's not a big concern for everybody trying to pump a bag or trying to, you know, make some type of huge profit off the NFT world, but it's it's really something that you should be thinking about, you know, because years from now, these projects, some of these projects especially, will be thought of as legendary. There's only ever going to be one Jolly Santa. And Jolly Santa is another really great one. This project, and, and another thing that's important to note about most of these projects, is because I've been on um, Twitter spaces with a lot of them. I've also um, hung out with a lot of them in um, private messages, and we've just been chatting, chatting about you know marketing and strategy quite a bit, is that these particular um, projects are mostly female-led, they are all indie projects, and everyone in here is just trying to figure out, you know, what's you know, what are we trying to do here, you know? So this one is Jolly Santa. This one is actually minting on Solana. So you got another great chance to find out, you know, other blockchains, understand how to mint off other um other chains and other things that you know are happening within these worlds. These are some bonuses that they've got going for their project. So look how cool these Santas are. The artwork is fantastic. You you mint over on Solana, which which means it's very low cost, it's very fast, it was very simple. I minted one of these Jolly Santas to support the project, and I just love it. I love my Jolly Santa. I posted about him several times on my page. I'll be posting about it all the way to you know through Christmas. And then once we get through Christmas, we'll all be all of our Christmas projects together. We'll be talking together about how we can launch another charitable project in the first quarter once we get past the Christmas season. So this is just a quick illustration of Jolly Santa NFT, another amazing project. I love the like built up fierce Santa. The one in the upper left corner, if you're watching our video stream, is a Santa. He's got no shirt on and he's got all kinds of tattoos and he looks really muscular and he's got a barbell on the front side and he's got a companion dog on his on his shoulder. That one's pretty similar to the one that I minted. So I just love this project. Jolly Santa is a amazing project. All right, moving down to show some other ones that we absolutely love is Ether Reindeers. Ether Reindeers is a fun project. It's on Ethereum. It's um, using Polygon. Sorry, it's, it's using Polygon. So it's actually on L2. So you don't have to pay any gas to mint these. This is And this is another one that I find very interesting and why I think that this is a good one to explore. You know, I, I like the art. I think the art is very cool and cute. But what I like even more than that is the different things that they're talking about. 50% of their, their minting goes back to the community and charities. They have an amazing um, artist named Greta. It's another female-led um, female project. They're doing the Secret Santa Lottery where there's uh, other NFTs and other benefits available. They're doing minting rewards. And they also have built their, their, um, they've built their, their contract off Polygon, which is an amazing uh, feat because I think that there's a big missing part to the the open sea 
L2 chain area where, you know, there's a lot of items being minted onto Polygon directly through the open C contract, but there is a whole other section who are creating their own custom smart contracts and launching over on Polygon. And that is one of the big frontiers for next year's um, NFT projects. And at some point, we're going to think back and be like, man, Ether Reindeers really set off a movement of going gasless. And so we're, we're thinking back to this and, you know, these a lot of these NFTs and me as an NFT researcher and NFT archaeologist, I research old projects all the time looking for what projects were the first to do things to see where things went after that. And I have found that over time, projects that you don't expect, something like Ether Reindeers, might be one of those projects that we look back on and go, man, Ether Reindeers did it before anybody else. And so that's something to really think about when you assess these projects. Yes, the art is fire. Yes, it's a cool project. Yes, there's great community and charity to be had. But also, you know, think about it on the long term, on the long scale. It's 2021. In 2023, we're going to be thinking of any Christmas project from 2021 as something that really kicked off a movement. So that's something to be thinking about. So um, Ether Reindeers is live. You can go look at them on OpenSea. Pixel Santas. Okay, Pixel Santas is a little different because Pixel Santas has been working year-round to make their Pixel Santas. This is another female-led project. But what's cool about this one is it started off with the, 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 uh, the artist's son creating these amazing alien-based NFTs. And these they're the pixel-based NFTs. And they created this incredible alien um, collection of NFT pixel art. And so then he inspired his mom to jump in and start making pixel art as well. And all of these pixel Santas have been made throughout the year. It's not just a Christmas project. It's actually a passion of the artist year round. They produce awesome pixel Santas throughout the entire year. So, and this is a super indie project. This is one artist. She makes all of her art by hand. I believe she said she actually makes it with her finger on her phone. So she, she makes this amazing pixel art, all one of one, of one every single piece. Um, some of them are animated. Actually, um, the one that one of the ones that I've collected, because here's just a side note, I've collected pretty much every one of these uh, Christmas projects because I can see that a couple years from now, we look back and we just see a lot of these projects as just simply legendary. And that's just my opinion. You do your own research. But I just think that, you know, given my own research, especially back to this one 2017 Christmas project that is just going to be legendary soon as soon as as soon as people realize what they've got um then you know i look back and i just see how amazing these projects are and how you know meaningful and historic they can really become so with pixel santas i really encourage you to check that one out it's a single artist all one of one art all produced throughout the year so some of it's not christmas um themed in the background you'll have santa at the gym you'll have santa in the, in the swimming pool you'll have santa going on vacation I just love how she um, she makes her art and just makes this incredible one of one art that you know is most definitely worth you know not only exploring but learning more about. And so um, I'm going to move on and tell you a little more about Christmas Weirdos. Okay, so Christmas Weirdos is a great project for two specific reasons that come to mind. First off, of course, it's an amazing Christmas project, and amazing Christmas projects are you know what I'm exploring today. But second off to that is Christmas Weirdos Club is thinking well ahead. There will be a Weirdos Club that launches directly after Christmas. And Weirdos Club is amazing because it's got that same thematic art, but we just kind of move away from the Christmas theme a little bit. So with Weirdos Club, they've got this awesome like it kind of reminds me of um 
of weirdos and uh, uh, of Dada weirdos, which was the the first project that was launched based off the CryptoPunks contract um, back at the end of 2017, going into 2018. So this artwork is just unique. It's flowing. It's the type of artwork that you could see really just having a huge impact just on the NFT world in general. And I just love it. It's the best part about this is when you can really see the artist's style. And NFT Logan, as you look at Christmas weirdos, do do you what kind of you know thoughts do you see of this and the other projects we've talked about so far? Yeah, this one's definitely giving me a, a different type of look, right? It's a different type of art style, and that's for a good thing. It, it, it's good to stand out and be different like that. Mm-hmm. And like you said, looking back at the the Jolly Santas and the reindeers and all of those, it, it all looks really nice. I, it's a good – it's feel good, right? It's Christmas. Everyone everyone loves Christmas. Everyone loves the holidays, and it, it gets you – it really gets you in the mood. And I, I really like the way um, – that the weirdos are, they stand out a little bit. Like you said, you see the, the crazy looking snowman here, mm-hmm. uh, the crown, the scepter, and the banana. Uh, so, and then, you know, we got the, the Santas with the amazing tattoos and art styles, stuff like that. So it, it's really unique. And I, I really like the, the different type of looks uh, that we're seeing here. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, just giving that same word to it, like Christmas weirdos is, you know, not only an amazing christmas project but just like all of the other christmas projects we've shown so far they're completely different from each other there are different things that are amazing about each project there are different reasons that you would be gravitated towards different projects and given that these are all indie projects the mint price on these all are very very low and you've got you know a couple other things i'll talk about with christmas weirdos you've got 3,333 unique christmas xmas weirdos there, there's an advent airdrop they're working on. They've got a play to earn that they're working on. And of course, 5% of their profits go to charity. So, you know, these projects are all doing everything that they're supposed to do to be amazing projects. You know, it's it's just one of the main reasons I love just illustrating them and talking about them. So we've got just a couple more for now that I'll go through. And of course, I'm going to miss the vast majority of amazing indie Christmas projects. And so, you know, don't feel slighted if, you know, I didn't get to yours today because I'll do a part two of this on mostly on most likely on Monday before the Christmas break, just to make sure that we're giving good you know time and giving full due to every one of these Christmas projects, because If you want to help out kids and get Christmas presents under the tree, you want to help out an indie project, then you want to learn more about these things. You got to mint them before Christmas, you know, because after Christmas, you know, we'll all be, you know, working on a new projects, you know, we'll be working on new things. And these projects will will take all we'll get back together and we're going to take and grow the communities that we've started during this Christmas season. And that's actually one of my favorite parts is, you know, taking all the NFTs you have collected and then turning that into a community, a true community that can grow. So this is Tale of the Elves NFT. And I love Tale of the Elves because they have these incredible illustrations. They have a lot of features and elements that I'm familiar with, but also a ton of really cool traits and things that I'd never seen before. And so this one gets me very excited. I see within Tell of the Elves some of the um, the traits that I like the most, which are some ape traits, uh, 3D glasses, um, some um, some uh, Japanese elements, you know, like uh, Japanese uh, samurai armor. I see cool masks. I see some cool AR 
and uh, VR headsets and things like that. And I just love that this is also amazing pixel art. And this is very, very high-end pixel art, too, if you look. It's very, it has some very dense um, information on it. And, yeah, I'm going to show this illustration. So what they said in their uh, last post here was, What collection offers you great art that includes an army of elves, monkeys, aliens, and fishmen? Our Founders Edition will be minting soon. Thank you for your patience. So they're just about to start with their minting. They were going to do uh, GIFs. But they decided since they were loading, you know, a little differently than expected, they would do PNGs from now and give you, you know, some bonus information a little later. So this is just a crazy one. This is also one that's minting on Solana. So, you know, Tell of the Elves is another great opportunity to find out how minting on other blockchains work. If you've only minted on Ethereum or only on Polygon or only on, you know, if you've only used, you know, cash to, to mint uh, through some of the various websites like Nifty's or through Top Shot or any of those, this gives you a great opportunity to expand your reach and to understand how to mint on other blockchains before we get into 2022 and everything starts moving over to trying to find L2 solutions to save gas. So yeah, as I illustrate through this, I just, I love this art. It's it's amazing art. It really, it really, it really pulls my attention in and, and I think these would be great as PFPs. It'd also be great to take these and combine them with my Christmas trees as the background. Okay, so the last one that I'm going to talk about on today's show before we talk a little bit about more about my project, NFT Xmas, is Christmas Hub NFT. Christmas Hub NFT is our final one that we're talking about that's meaning on Solana. This is an incredible one. There's only a thousand limited artworks, and clans fight for up to 500 soul. They've got uh, what they refer to as a no-lose Christmas lottery. There's a lot of interesting things going on. This is another really cool pixel art-based piece. Looks like we've got a lot of really cool reindeer-related ones. We've got um, an entire um, little Christmas clan with penguins and wolves and uh, reindeer. And um, I, I really like what's going on with this. And this is 0.25 soul to mint these. They're going to mint on the 20th, so they're minting on Monday. Their public sale only has 1,000 available. And there's going to be a limited airdrop to some people that have um, some other Solana-based NFT projects. So this one's deep in the mix. I like the artwork. I think it's really cool. And I really like the fact that they've got a lot of different utilities already baked into what they're doing. So that's just another one that I just really wanted to talk about. There's a few others that um, I may try to pull up right before the end just to mention, including some amazing decentralized Christmas ornament-based Christmas tree-related ones. But I just, you know, I want to give this time and give this spotlight to these indie Christmas projects because the NFT market is getting sucked dry by cash grabs now. All the corporations are like, I can make vast sums of money by fleecing the noobs and fleecing the plebs. So it, it's just what we're going to get out of this, friends. I just want to make sure that we're being totally transparent that if you're going to support the NFT community, you really should take a look at indie projects from smaller artists because you know the the McDonald's, you know Pepsi, McDonald's, Pepsi, Budweiser, Adidas, Nike, all of these brands are not going to produce in my opinion a lot of legendary NFTs that years from now we're thinking, "Oh my gosh, the McRib NFT, that's the one." That's not in my opinion going to be what we really think about. It's more likely that if you think back to the way the 90s worked and you know the early 2000s and you know in the in the social media world when 
corporations and stuff like that came in and they created collectibles, physical collectibles and digital collectibles related to a lot of these things, it became extremely evident that no one was going to blue chip any of those corporate NFTs or those corporate collectibles. Some of those things will become legendary as it happens, but most of them will fall into the dustbin of history and we'll still be talking about cool cats and bored apes and indie one of one art and ghosts. We'll still be talking about those well after these projects have gone come and gone. So yeah, I'm going to go back and just show you just one more quick overview of my project nftxmas.net you can go there and you can mint your christmas tree right now i've got 8888 christmas trees we are going to cut off minting once we get past the holiday so that i can serve all of my amazing collectors and the reason that i want to do it that way is because each one of these christmas trees has between one and six presents underneath and each of those presents is a mint pass and those mint passes are going to be used throughout 2022 to mint the other projects that I'm working on right now. I've got two smart contracts that we're finishing out. And while I did intend originally to launch one more project before the end of the year, I decided to move all of my focus to continue to talk about my Christmas project and try to get as many people on board with minting, you know, as, as possible for this. And that's, you know, basic, the basic overview. Real quick, I'll show you kind of what the Christmas, some of the Christmas trees look like over on OpenSea. You can see that, you know, there'll be between, you know, one present and six presents. You might end up with a natural green tree or a fake blue tree, a fake red tree. You might end up with a cat or a dog or some spilled coffee as your comfort. You might have a beach background. You might have a living room background. It just depends on which one you meant, of course. And then another facet I'd like to show you is presents. NFT presents are what you will receive when we go through the minting process. I I launched a very limited early Christmas um, present um, program long ago um, when I first started testing out my contracts and getting people excited about the project. I have 50 or so holders of these early presents, and these early presents have started to provide utility for my holders throughout the season. And one of the first big utilities I launched was I launched this We're All Gonna Make It exclusive unisex tea. And I had I did that in a couple different versions. And with this tea, this is my original artwork that says we're all gonna make it. And it's my original t-shirt design. I had it made on a tri-blend t-shirt, very comfortable. And we were, you know, I sell these on my website for $40, but since anybody who had the presents I provided them with a special utility to get one of these t-shirts for free. And as we go along and we launch other, you know, merch lines and all that stuff, people who hold either an early Christmas present or hold the Christmas presents will have the opportunity to get all this other art. And what was even cooler about this, this particular Wagami t-shirt is by getting the free t-shirt, you also, or if you bought the t-shirt during the time, you know, that was allotted before the snapshot, then you got another NFT for collecting the Wagme t-shirt. And so there's like a circle of, you know, the circle of synergy that goes around and around to make sure not only are you getting, you know, an amazing NFT product, but you're also getting an actual gift to go under your tree. You're actually getting gifts, you know, with your Christmas items. And just so that you know that, you know, this is all stuff that, you know, as an indie artist, I had to spin up this entire website. I had to create you know, the, the art design, I created the print, the printful, um, you know, account and I pay for the printful account to be able to host the, the items. 
I pay for all the different backend. And so do all of us indie artists. We pay for our websites. We pay for our, you know, to put things together. We put all the hours in for the design work. We, we work with um, devs to put together smart contracts. All of this stuff is handled by very, very small teams. And those very small teams are the ones who are able to pull off everything we pull off throughout the year to show you exactly what we're doing. And, you know, running a Twitter account, running Discord accounts, you know, running, you know, uh, smart contracts, managing all those aspects of pieces with very small teams. That is something that I think is much different than what the corporate cash grabs that are flooding into the space are doing. McDonald's talking to Pepsi, talking back to Adidas, saying we're all going to make it to each other, saying good morning to each other. That's all well and good. But it doesn't portray the true depth of what each of us as indie artists goes through. We don't just have an intern who goes on our Twitter page and say GM to other corporate entities. We actually have to put in these 40 hours plus a week just to keep our projects going and to keep people interested in them. Because I will tell you one thing that is very clear from working through these projects and having my own project out is this world is unforgiving. It's deeply unforgiving, and if you don't hit your mark, then you miss your mark, and that's something that I've you know seen over and over again, and as I've gotten further and further along in my NFT career that I've discovered is very important to note that you'll have some amazing wins, but you know there's some incredible slaps in the face that come from the corporate cash cash grabs, from corporate you know interests, and from just getting outshined because of the algorithm and not having giant followers solutions and not having huge influencer you know uh, packs with anybody and not paying off influencers to be a part of their networks those things really will affect your project and affect you how you do going forward so as we round out today mr nft logan what is your thoughts on nft christmas projects i'm going to flash through a couple more of these as we talk about it but just let me know what's your what's your thoughts on uh, as we round out in this nft xmas podcast you you've brought up some really good points my man and you say you know that all the bigger companies the coca-cola the pepsis adidas etc cetera, etc cetera, they're all getting in on the nft game trying to make a profit because this is what's hot right now right but it's right. always important to look at the independent artists, the little guys, the ones that are putting in that work 24-7 who might not get as much love. And that's what, we, that's what we've been trying to do here the entire podcast is show off a ton of tremendous pixel art, uh, stuff along those lines, amazing art that you can put as your P uh, PFP on Twitter and whatnot on Discord. And it looks really dope. And mm -hmm. with, you know, with the holidays around, we're trying to spread that joy, spread that love. And uh, hopefully we're able to do that today by showcasing some amazing artwork from a lot, a ton of amazing uh, communities, of amazing NFT projects. And uh, that, that's what we're all about, man. We're all about helping out people. And, uh, you know, like you say, you got the shirt, the wag me. And uh, as long as we all stick together, we can uh, stand up to the big corporate ones and, uh, you know, get through it. Absolutely. You know, and that that is like the major point, you know, that I'm glad that you, you made there and that I just want to, you know, support as well is that this is the, this is our only chance. You know, if we don't come together as a community, it's said that there's less than 300,000 op active OpenSea wallets. And so in all reality, there are probably no more than about 200,000 of us in the entire world. And that's just to say that if you compare that to the Lollapalooza one-day festival in Chicago that happened during the summer, 
that one-day festival with a single stage and a crowd in front of that stage had 365,000 people there. 365,000. So there were more people that attended that concert than the entirety of people that are into NFTs right now. Vastly more. And so that is a very important thing to think about and to keep in mind as we talk about what we should support, how we portray ourselves, and what the indie world of the NFT community is really about. Because if we do not stick together, then a year from now, not a year from now, right now, it's happening right now, that w the only thing we'll talk about over on NFT Twitter is what the major corporations are doing and how we're, we're trying to support their mission to get a whole lot more money out of our community. Because that is the only option that they're presenting to us. If you notice very clearly, the companies who have jumped in and have really tried to make a name for themselves, they have not looked for indie artists and small artists, emerging artists, female artists, minority artists, low-income artists, you know, unknowns. They're not looking for those people to partner with. They're looking to partner with people that have vast social capital already built up within the NFT community. And they're basically looking for influencers. And that is the same exact playbook that we have seen over and over again when it comes to new platforms such as TikTok. Yes, I'm very excited that there are TikTokers who have you know amassed these large audiences. And I'm very happy for them and for where that's leading them in their career. And I'm very happy for the amount of work that they put in on their projects. That being said... When amazing indie artists or incredible projects that maybe haven't got the same traction or just have been overlooked because of algorithms, those projects continue to lay by the side and not get the attention they deserve because people with larger followings – and those followings could have been fake at the beginning. They could have been paid for. They could have come from unscrupulous means. Or they could have come from extremely basic parts of human society where it's just – you know, I see people with a fancy car and a nice life, and I want to follow them aspirationally. And that may be, may or may not be a true statement about their life. But is that really where we want to end up? That everyone is just, you know, following whoever has a Lamborghini. And if that is the case, this is going to be a wild ride in 2022. It's going to become uh, us versus the corporations and the cash grabs. And I just am going to tell you, we are going to win. We're going to beat the cash grabs. Indie artists are going to come out of nowhere throughout 2022. And I just want to give you the last word before we wrap up to say that you guys out there are the ones that are going to make this happen. It's not Adidas or Nike or McDonald's or Pepsi or Budweiser or any of those corporations. It's going to be you, the one-of-one one artists the strivers, the ones out there that are learning how to do salinity so that they can put their smart contracts out, the ones who are learning how to work in the L2 space to get rid of gas so that they can bring their NFT projects to their customers and to their collectors without having to have exorbitant gas fees going to the miners. You are going to make it. We are all going to make it. And the reason is, is because we will stick together even in a decentralized world we will stick together more than we did in the centralized world. So that's my final word for this. And I really ex so, so thankful that you've been watching and listening to our show. We are discussing art. We've been talking today all about NFT Xmas projects. And we could not be happier 
to be talking to you about those projects. So as a round out, you know, thank you so much. I am your host, JL the Artist, aka Jeremiah Long, and my co-host Logan Landers has been joining me today and throughout all these amazing episodes so that we can talk about the NFT world. Stay with us and we'll have another amazing episode of the podcast coming very soon.